Hello, it's Wednesday, the 3rd of January in the year of our Lord, 2023. This show will be going out on Thursday the 4th. Hope everybody's well. I am broadcasting from Tenerife still, having a lovely time. The weather is amazing. I'm hearing the weather back home in the UK is absolutely horrid. I'm not sure how things are over the pond in Alabama. We've got the one and only beautiful Christine back with us with our next Diddy instalment. Hello, Christine. Hello, Lou. Yes, it is actually cold and rainy today in Alabama. But hey, we're still we're still hanging on. So that's all right. That's all right. So we're still down that Diddy. We're still down the Diddy rabbit hole. Boy, um, yes. There's, there's, we we obviously brought up who was Jonathan Oddie last week. We discussed Jonathan Oddie, who we believe is still due up in court. I think Monday. Then, is- it's is actually going to be the ninth. I saw that yesterday, so I wanted to update that and confirm it. it. Thank you. And obviously, we're recording today, the show today to go out tomorrow is because there's a certain, there's a certain. Well, it's not even a client list. It's not a flight list. It is actually his main associates. <laughs> the Epstein files and associate list is due out tomorrow. There are rumors going round that um, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be delayed. It, so far, it hasn't. They had a certain amount of time to put in any requests for delay. That time has gone past. Uh, we know Bill Clinton is going to be known as. John Doe 36. Is that right, Christine? Um, I believe it is Doe 36, yes. So John Doe 36. Doe 36. But it yeah. is going. It, so it will probably be out midnight your time, I would have thought, would it? Or do you think we might get it early here? I I saw where I saw on Truth where someone posted, I believe it was Carly Bond posted that she expected it today. Okay. So I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, but I've not seen it yet. So I, I'm not sure. We're going to be very, say, very busy. Aren't we? I would okay. say that we are within 24 hours of this being released. I'm just checking now and I don't see any updates on that myself. Okay. So, but obviously we are going to be going very deep. As listeners know, we do go deep. We look at connections. We look who they're linked to. And we are going to be going, we're going to be quiet for a few days. And obviously we, we're going to, we have to finish the Diddy season because there's so much to come. But tonight's show, tonight's show, uh, what can I say? This show is focusing on a billionaire called Ron Burkle. Now, I'd never heard that name in my entire life. Again, this was a pointer from Tissa Tells on YouTube. She's fantastic. I haven't heard or seen anyone do a deep dig into Ron Burkle. Now, the reason he came to my attention is after the Cassie lawsuit. So after the Cassie lawsuit, more names and people came forward to sue Diddy and start... um, you know, uh, investigations into his conduct. 
Now, um, FBI, I do believe, are involved completely now. But there has been a young girl. She doesn't want her name given out. She was underage at the time. Um, I think she met, was it half Pierre? She met in the club. And um, they got on the phone to Diddy. And they said, why don't you come and party? And she reports that Diddy, half Pierre, and another four men in total. She names three. Can't remember who the other one was. It Rick Ross, maybe. Can't remember that. I don't mm. want to go and slander myself, but she definitely mentioned half Pierre. Or oh, was it Tyler Perry? No, it's half Pierre. Half Pierre and Diddy and two other gentlemen. But the one person, there is one person they are protecting. And that name hasn't come out. Now, by the rumour mill, allegedly, that name is Ron Burkle. He was at the recording studios. He was involved in a gang rape of a young girl underage. So we've started digging, like we do, into Diddy's associates. And we have a treasure, absolute treasure trove on Mr. Ron Burkle. So I'm going to come, but Christine's going to go over what the official wiki and <laughs> out, you know, mainstream on Mr. Burkle. And uh, we're going to run through where he's got his billions from, who he invests in, who's he been associated with on the political spectrum. And then we're going to look very deeply into how he is so tied up in this whole Diddy mess. I think that's the way to go, don't you, Christine? And I'm going to kick it off with you. Just let's look into this this man because I found his wife. They were divorced. But you kick off with what you found. The mainstream are portraying Mr. Ronald Merkel. Right. Well, I think most people know. If you know Wikipedia, you know that anyone can hit edit and type whatever they want. Uh, but but the CIA and, and other um, intelligence agencies really have a ball with this and and they write some of the best stories so according to them ron burkle was born november 12th 1952 the elder of two sons to betty and joseph burkle from pomona california of course he joseph the dad worked seven days a week <clears throat> excuse me managing stater brothers a grocery store in pomona and investing his savings in apartment buildings. And then uh, Burkle stocked shelves in his father's store. And at 13, now 13, he joined United Foods Commercial Workers, a local union. That seems a little How off to me. What, what, I mean, you know, they must have had child laws and stuff in place by then. How can he... How can you do that at 13? Right. So we'll just leave <laughs> yeah. that as a yeah, sure. Because they yeah. always have to be a hero, right? Yeah, so yeah, of course, of course. That's what they do. So that's why I know this is all this is all BS. At 16, he graduated from high school. Really? Oh, okay. Sure he did. And then he dropped out of dentist school. And uh, by 21, he had married Janet State Janet Steeper, yeah, who also was a clerk at his dad's store. 
but she just happened to be the great grandniece of the Wright brothers. What, the, the plane? Yeah, of course, because she has to have a great story, too. Of this course. is what they yes. do. Yes. Okay, so sure, she's she's related to the Wright brothers. We're going to move on. They have three children. He parlayed, according to the story, $3,000 investment in American silver and other metals into $30,000. I don't know if you've seen the silver market from the 50s till today. But I don't know how that would have been possible. But sure, okay, we'll go with that. Um, anyway, that's <laughs> his. Yeah, no background. Yeah, that's yeah. that's hey, the story they you. want you to believe. Okay. Here's the deal. Somehow or another, the man today or in 2018 is worth $2 billion. He was ranked the 633rd richest people on the planet in 2014 and i'm sure he did all that legitimately through a grocery company um and he now those, stacking those tins you know stacking those tins breaks in oh yeah i mean he you know right so <laughs> of course so he he now owns ukaipa company which is a private equity firm and invest in u.s companies in hospitality sports entertainment logistics food consumer light industrial retail manufacturing and dis distribution which is really convenient. So basically what it means is that he's got his hand in the bucket to almost anything he needs to move anywhere. He needs it moved anywhere in the world. Yeah. When it comes to the connection with Diddy and what this man brings to the table, because I'm thinking, why do they need a grocery mogul? Like what, you know, like what's the point in this? And you start looking and it's like, I mean, this man is rich enough that he owns, obviously, um, the National Hockey League. He's got the Pittsburgh Penguins. He has, um, I think, the Sacramento. Yeah, something Sacramento. It's like a, a soccer club. So he's got like a soccer league and a... I mean, you know, so he owns multiple sports teams, the, the National Women's Soccer League um yeah is is what he's into w with his technical now he's got as far as real estate he's got mansions everywhere but notably he owns bob hope's former home he owns neverland um he owns multiple million dollar mansions throughout the world california specifically a lot of those there um and and when it comes to technology, he's got some startup companies through um, <laughs> A Venture Investments. It's a venture capital fund that he founded with none other than Ashton Kutcher and Guy Oseri. Wow! Right. Um, it includes portfolio, or its portfolio includes SeatGeek, SoundCloud, Uber, Warby, Warby Parker, I'm sorry, Spotify, Foursquare, and Airbnb. How convenient. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's like he's tied to every part of, you know, society. 
He has his hands in everything. In January 2012, he invested in Artist Group International, which was a concert booking firm whose clients include Billy Joel, Metallica, Rod Stewart, um, among others. You know, so so he's definitely rubbing elbows with the elite and the rich and famous and entertainment, politics. He's everywhere. So I don't know if you're aware, In uh, back in 2006, I've just found this. Um, he, he accused a New York Post columnist, Jared Stern, for attempting, attempting to extort money from him in exchange for stopping the publication of stories in page six um, about Burkle's private life. He, he is seemed, very private. Yeah, very Stern allegedly asked Burkle for 200. And so this guy, this Stern, the journalist, um, videotaped two private meetings between, um, oh no, Burkle. It was so Stern had all this juice that he was going to pump into um, page six. Burkle invited him to two private meetings where he videotaped it. Stern asked Burkle for 220,000 investment in a clothing business in exchange for better coverage about Burkle and his businesses instead of putting the dirt out. And then in 2008, Burkle um, dismissed Burkle's lawsuit against an ex-boyfriend of Anne Hathaway, the actress. Right. So apparently this boyfriend of Anne Hathaway agreed to pay 1.3 million that Burkle loaned him um, in a Vatican scandal. I don't know what that means. So apparently in 2018, the boyfriend who was deported back to Italy in 2012 after serving four and a half years in prison for the scandal stated that he and Burkle were once again on good terms and that Burkle was among a group of investors helping him acquire 50% of some soccer club in Southern Italy. Hmm. Burkle's name was obviously found in Epstein's black book. We're going to go further on to that. And we're going to look at his links to Clinton's as well. Oh yeah. We didn't know about the, a couple of these scandals. Um, it looks like anyone we better watch out. Not that he's going to get anything out of us, but Burkle <laughs> taking people to court and using his money to um, to scare people. By the look, I think he he offers people money, and if things aren't going their way, they threaten to expose him, and then he pulls out. Exactly. So anyway, you crack on, love. Carry on. One of one of the things that I found really interesting is just some you know. Some of his investments, some of the things, well, number one, okay, we talked about, we talked a minute about Soho, but uh, we'll come back. No, that was all fair. We did, we haven't discussed Soho House yet. Oh, we're going, we're going to get there. Okay. We (laughs) will get there. So his media investments, he has like concert booking firms, I, you know, He's got, so he's in music, he's in inter- arts and entertainment. He's he's in the natural food market. He's in the, like, okay, so some of the stores that are names that people would recognize that are tied to Burkle would be Dominic's, Safeway, uh, Fred Meyer, Food for Less, Ralph, Kroger, Fleming, Kmart, pathway i mean some of these have sold from one to another but i'm saying they he has been 
a part of that. Okay. Um, beanie babies. Are you kidding me? Like, ugh. and then, and well, he owns 49% of the British jewelry brand, Stephen Webster. Really? Yep. He invested $100 million in Sean Combs' P. Diddy Sean John clothing line in 2003. 2014, I thought. Well, this says 2003. Oh, okay. From his, this is on his wiki. So I'm just reading it literally. I'm just. That must be right there. Well, he's. He's went down, he's got um, a media publication called Prime Media that that he purchased for $1.2 billion. Wow. Now, if he's worth two, that seems like a pretty substantial purchase, right? He gave two he gave $12.5 million to um Hillary's presidential campaign. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When we get into oh, politics, that's uh, yeah, that's coming right up. Okay, so the Sacramento Kings is one of the franchises, I guess, that that he was um, wanted to purchase in Anaheim. But I think he was he was forced out of that cell. And I'm not sure what the story is on that. So that's interesting. Okay. Um, he provided, I'll probably say this name wrong, Amalgant. I can't even. I'm going to spell it. It's a bank. A M A L G A M A T E D. Just say the bank. Amalgamated bank. That's what that Amalgamated is. Amalgamated bank. Okay. With a hundred million dollar loan in 2011, and he took 41 percent stake along with Wilbur Ross. Hmm. Now he's personally contributed millions of dollars to the Democratic Party. He has raised an estimated $100 million at celebrity-studded fundraising events that he hosted for people in his Green Acres estate in Beverly Hills. He was a huge fundraiser host for Bill and Hillary, John Kerry, Cory Booker, Terry McAuliffe, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was Republican in name only. So that's funny. I just find that amusing that he's playing both sides, but he's not. They're all the same. So anyway, um, he also hosted a fundraiser to support the efforts to overturn Proposition 8, which is California's ban on same-sex marriage. In 2004, he helped uh, finance the launch of Al Gore's current TV, oh. which was sold in 20, 000, or 2013 to Qatar, Al Jazeera. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you start you start looking at these ties and who he's tied to. I mean, it's incredible, right? So he is a bridge to finding anything you want and getting it anywhere you want as fast as you want it. They know, we know that they are trafficking children and drugs and whatever they want via their private jets. We know that they're doing that. And speaking of private 
Jets. And speaking of Bill Clinton, who he was kind of BFFs with, ugh, rumor had it there was a plane that they used often. You might know more about this story than I that had a very interesting name. Do you want to fill us in on that one? Yeah, I will fill you in. Um, yeah, his airplane, he had a private jet known as Airfuck One. Where does that, who does that remind you of? Exactly. Who does that remind mm -hmm. you of? Elite and I want to just go in. I mean, the Diddy connections are at They're the, everywhere. They're they everywhere. Everywhere. As we said, okay. it's alleged. It is alleged. Right. It was in New York. Is it Clive Davis? He's, he knows Clive Davis as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Clive Davis was there who had, who put on, so Clive Davis was the Grammys, wasn't he? I've, like, yeah. And I was, will get to that. I'm, I, I've got, oh, but go ahead. Please go ahead. And Whitney Houston and his link to Whitney Houston. Right. Uh, he, the, the Grammys still went ahead while Whitney Houston was in the bath. Now, I've heard different stories with regards to Whitney Houston. Some saying that she was sacrificed. Some, um, which, yes, they are sacrificed. And it was let out and sacrificial. But I have seen other evidence that she knew exactly what she was doing. She was a high priestess within the satanic cults. She knew exactly what she was doing. Bobby Brown... Yes, was a bit of a bad boy, but had never got, you know, he was used as her downfall. But it got to the stage with her that things were getting messy and she knew that she was wow. worth more to the dead. Yeah, well, bully, and that's what they bully. do. As soon as, uh, as soon as an artist gets to a point where they get hard to manage because they are so big... The Michael Jackson, the Whitney Houston, you know, I you think, don't. I think Michael Jackson. That's just my story. I, I definitely, I, I think, I, I pray he is. I think but, he, I but think you know, so. they get these artists to that that level of fame, and then they get a little harder to handle, and and they just can't have that. She knew so, she was all right with it. So what I've seen, yeah. it, she was fully all right with it. She was doing that. Because she did believe that Satan, Moloch, whoever, she was, you know, she was a hyper and she was in control of that. But then others say, no, it was Bobby Brown's fault. And then you've got another corner that she was actually just sacrificed by the Illuminati. So that means I'm not sure. I'm I'm out. Sure. I, but I this know. is Alan Davis. Alan Davis, while Whitney Houston was upstairs in the bathtub dead, yeah. Alan Davis still kept the Grammys. He kept that going on. And he yeah, is Clive Davis. Yeah, yeah. He did. He had that. He absolutely did. In fact, there were many people. I have seen many, 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 many people that were there that that have spoken out on that immediately spoken out on that. That just said it was so. Uh, sorry, it was just surreal. Like it wasn't really like this. Surely this isn't really happening. You know, the people that were there didn't want to be there. Nobody wanted to be there. This was not, everyone was assuming this would not happen. This is not going to go forth. And Clive was like, oh yeah, the show will go on. And just full steam ahead. Like it was nothing with her up there dead. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. But anyway, yeah. 
So he also donated $15 million to the construction of the Walt Disney Concert Hall in 1997. Wow, wow. I did not know that. In 1997. So if you want to start thinking about how far back this goes and and how long this has been going on under our noses without us being aware, that's a good one. Because, you know, 97 was a hot minute ago now. You know, um, so he's been in the center of this for the last 30 years. Okay. He literally is on the board, is as co-chairman of the Ron D- Ronald W. Burkle Center for International Relations at UCLA. And uh, they do research on and promote discussion of international relations. U.S. foreign policy and complex issues of global cooperation and conflict. The center has hosted U.S. Secretary General Ban Ki-moon and former U.S. Presidents Bill Clinton and Jimmy Carter. Wow. There you go. Burkle is a trustee of the Scripps Research Institute, the Carter Center, the National Urban League, Frank Lloyd Wright Building Conservancy, I'm sorry, Conservancy, the AIDS Project in Los Angeles. He's a past board member on J. Paul Getty Trust, the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, the Los Angeles Music Center, the John F. Kennedy Center for Performing Arts, and the Museum of Contemporary Art in Los Angeles. So let's talk art for a minute and what we know, again, on these elite and what they're doing with this art. (laughs) I mean, anybody that's done any digging knows that this is the biggest money laundering scheme in the world. I mean, they hide precious things from us that we will never, we're lucky to get our eyes on it. We'll never get our hands on it. You know, I mean, he is just so entangled in this web. It is so deep and so dark. And it's so interesting to me that when you try to find an interview that where he's actually speaking to someone I have found two, and they were both on NBC Sports. He does not do interviews. He doesn't give interviews a lot. He he really does not want to be known. He has gone out of his way to be unknown. But he owns, and well, he partially, he purchased and partially restored the Ennis House in Los Angeles, Frank Lloyd Wright, uh, one of his homes, Green Acres, uh, built for Harold Lloyd. He owns that. He owns Bob Hope's properties, acquiring John Lautner's uh, Palm Springs home. He bought that in 2016 for $13 million. I mean, he's got tons of real estate. So, you know, there's, and this is, again, mostly in, California. 
But again, back to Andrew, his son, who was found dead January 6, 2020, in December uh, 2020, he bought Neverland Ranch for $22 million. So I just find the timing on that funny. Like his son dies January 6th. And later that year, he purchases yeah. Neverland Ranch. And I think that, or is son, that we hear that. We're... Yeah, I think his son was definitely a sacrifice. I mean, it, it's very, that, that whole thing was very hush hush. They've never really said, I mean, they, like you've never, I can't find a coroner report confirming the cause of death. There's speculation that it was suicide, but it sounds more like uh, dad was there and it was probably a sacrifice. I'm going to leave it at that. Anyway, I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying those are yeah. the same things that happen elsewhere. So yeah. it, it's kind of convenient. But <laughs> that's basically who he is. Now, we know that his name was in Epstein's Black Book. And he was on the private jet uh, with Bill Clinton to Africa for humanitarian trips and all of that. He was on the Lolita Express. And and he's got his own plane called Air Fuck One. There's that. Yeah. So and this now is, the link with Diddy, we need to kind of just go. This is where it gets so bizarre because I mean, he has so many ties to the music industry with diddy i'm gonna let you start that one and i'll jump in right well he as you say he got behind he invested a hundred odd million in p diddy and uh back in back in where are my dates That's so rubbish so it was in 2014 2014 the, the grammys after party that yeah. was or so it was basically Diddy's birthday, followed shortly after by Burkle's. And it had Burkle somehow um, was behind getting Diddy his star on the Hall of Fame. Um, billionaire Ron Burkle put on this gigantic party at his estate in Beverly Hills and Puff Daddy turned around to Associated Press and said, it's also like my coming out party here in Hollywood. I don't have nothing to hide about that. If I'm going to come someplace, I'm going to make some noise and you're going to know I'm here. Hmm. Coop's house hunting in LA now and plans to split his time between New York and now to pursue his acting career. Now, this was back in the day. This was what year did we say that was? 2015 was the coming out party. That was November 21st. So, uh, he was house hunting. It was all put on at this billion dollar ranch of, um, of Ron Burkle. So what I found was very interesting with some of these names. Some of the names that have come out linked to Ron Burkle and that, that birthday bash. Yeah. So we had Leonardo DiCaprio was invited. Obviously, the Kardashians were there. Puff Daddy, oh. Jay Z. I'm sorry. I'm I, I'm going to interject a bomb. 
Go on. Kim Porter, P. Diddy's ex-wife or ex-girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, we need to talk about her as well, yeah. Yep. So obviously died. Um, but she had twins, I believe, with P. Diddy. That's right, yeah. The godfather of the twins. No. Ron freaking Burkle. Okay, so this is serious links with Diddy and Burkle now. This is serious links. So this past this is family now. This so is family. We, we had so we're doing okay, listeners. I hope you don't mind, but we sometimes do this. We will just find stories and then we'll just start discussing it if stuff starts popping yeah. up. So yeah. we all to me and Christine researching here and chucking ideas back and forth. So <laughs> what did Kim Porter, what year did she die supposedly of pneumonia? Okay. You know, and it's weird. So supposedly she died of low bar pneumonia, I guess. Yeah. Uh, let me look because I'm not sure. Well, I've, I'm had look it up. I've had pneumonia three times. Um, and pneumonia can be fixed very, very quickly with massive high doses of uh, vitamin C. Go check out my link to Clive to Carl down. Right. She died in her sleep November 15th, 2018, at the age of 47 from a lung infection. Right. Okay. So this part, oh, okay. coming out mm -hmm. party, he may have been with Kim Porter there because him and Kim Porter were off and on over the years. Right. So. At this coming out party, she might as Kim Porter might have even got away from him by then. Um, but we're going to do another show on Diddy. This is a we're focusing on Burkle tonight. So the parties were the usual players. Um, we had, um, as I say, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jay Z, Beyonce, the Kardashians. I think Kanye was there. Um, Bella Hadid, you know the usual suspects at this disgusting party. Now. There is an interview that I have seen where somebody had gone to one of the parties, the freak off parties, or it might have even been that party that on the top level, when you get there, everything's, every, you know, beautiful women, there's champagne and, you know, bloody canapes of food. And then you'd go downstairs and then you'd have a level where it's a bit, of, you know, sex and what have you and drug taking going on. And then you keep going down a level, and the further down levels you go, the weirder the stuff happens. And then somebody said they got down to the bottom level. Now, I'm not sure if it was this party or it was at Diddy's place at one of the free cops. But by the time they got right down to them, down the bottom, there were like Roman spas, and they're all just these naked men making out in this spa together. And it was really weird. Now, yeah, you remember Isaac Cappy? Oh yeah. Do you remember there was a video that Isaac Cappy? It's part. Of, it's a clip of a part of a video that he supposedly gave to Lynn Wood. The whole the whole file, but a clip came out that came from Isaac Cappy with tiny little children, no more than four, maybe five, dressed in togas filling up water, you know, water urns and stuff. No uh, more and it was a very disturbing ugh. video clip. Now, 
I don't believe in coincidences. Mm-mm. This guy was giving the interview about what goes on at the Diddy parties and the freak offs. We know that there were underage girls taken across state lines and trafficked and gang raped, allegedly, according to this court case. Mm-hmm. But we do know that there were four gentlemen there at the time. Three have been named. The one person is covering up. Now, according to Tisla, this is how I started the wrong Burkle. It is they are covering for somebody. Somebody is being kept out. Could that person be the godfather of Diddy's twins, the billionaire who got him started, the billionaire who helped him get his walk of his star on the walk of fame? I don't know, but these are questions that we have to ask, and we also need to keep in mind the Isaac Cappy video and what has been said about some of these parties. Because this billionaire, he has his fingers in everything. You know, every he's he's you know he is he is the shelf stacker with with a difference it's um it's worrying i think this case is going to really 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 link into epstein and also what does i mean if you saw this ron burkle why why was he interested in well we know i mean hanging around with someone like diddy because he's basically diddy's sugar daddy he set diddy up with the money he got him linked to the right people What's the connection? Why? Exactly. Why? You'd look at the two of them and they look like the oddest couple. Did did he do certain things to get him there? Was the, you know, we know. Who knows? But this guy needs to be looked at, looked at. I can remember doing shows about Epstein years and years and years and years and years ago. Keep asking people just to keep your eye on Jeffrey Epstein. He was a former, he was a former ped, you know, a, he was a former inmate. He was a, a paedophile. Prince Andrew's hanging around with him. He's still like, and everyone just did and bother. And then obviously all the years later, if people would only take an interest then, can you imagine the amount of children that could have been saved? Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's all about the children. And if this Ron Burkle was at the recording studios when this young girl was taken and abused terribly and just left on the floor of the toilets for a security guard to go and pick her up and get her out as they just do the deed and they walk away from her. These people, these people are, 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 are monsters and our children are buying their music. They're watching their videos. They're idolising, especially the young girls. They're following with the white nail varnish. Do you know what that means, girls? Oh. Now it's even I... more disgusting because we haven't brought that up, have we? Or have no, we but I've, yeah. I, I do need to bring this up. This is now going towards Diddy. And oh. Christine mentioned this earlier to me. And this is this is pretty weird. Go on. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. All over the place tonight. Man, we are. We're going all over the place. This is about to get real dark. And <laughs> if you have little ones anywhere in the room, I would strongly recommend maybe putting 
having and we're listening to this bit a bit later. Yeah, yeah. So, man, sometimes you just learn things you wish you never knew. And this is one of those things. All right. I watched an interview. Well, first off, I you know, this whole thing with Diddy has me so disturbed. It just does. I Because I, I didn't know. I didn't. I, I've not followed that end of things. Didn't even know the players. Just didn't. Didn't care enough to ever look at it. And I know. Well, I shouldn't really care about it, but it because it links into it does matter. It, it links to everything. We yeah. have to raise it. We have to raise this. And I'm yeah. So I I repent for that. I'm sorry. But here's what I found when I just started a deep dive on Sean Diddy Combs, not Puff Daddy, not the celebrity, but who's the kid? Who's that kid? Where did he come from? Who is he? Well, his mom's name is Janice. His dad's name is Melvin. His father was a Harlem gangster. He was murdered when when Sean was very young. And his mom, of course, was working three jobs, trying to make ends meet, and ended up going into prostitution and inviting men over to the house uh my understanding is she was having freak offs in front of her son i'm not sure if he was forced to participate but that has been suggested that this all comes back to janice and that she would have Frank Lucas and Nikki Barnes kind of run the thing. And um, she always had white fingernails. And in Cassie's lawsuit. One of Puff Daddy's biggest uh, sexual whatevers is he loves white fingernails. He loves the contrast against dark skin, the white against the dark skin. So it's a fetish for him. And he insists that everyone he's with has white fingernails. Well, his mom had white nails and Cassie would have to have white nails when she participated in these freak offs for him to witness. So in this video that I was watching, you know, it doesn't take much to notice that there his the relationship with him and his mom is weird. Uh, oh, it's way weird. Way worse than weird. It's, it's pretty disturbing. There it's are no boundaries there. No boundaries. In this video that I watched with my own two eyes, he looks at his mom. And and says, wow, mom, you still got it? You know, my mama's single. She way single. And she can still drop it like it's hot. And she throws that's her head back. Oh, man, that's sick enough. Okay, that's sick enough. But she throws her head back and laughs and says, baby, I can drop it all the way to the floor flat-handed. 
And he says, yes, you can. And she says, I love you, baby. And turns around and kisses him on the lips. It's gross. It's so gross. I mean, they're talking about sexual ooh, and then they're kissing on the lips on camera in front of God and everybody. I mean, everything he owns is in her name. All his assets are in Janice's name. So he doesn't have to worry who he's with because nobody's getting it away from mama. Mm. And there's a whole lot of speculation and rumor out there that he still ain't away from mama. And she enjoys coming to the freak-offs. And she go, they go to the strip clubs together. She fully participates in all of this. To this day. And she ain't young, y'all. She's not. Mm -mm. It's so gross. So... We yeah. have got so much, but we wanted today really just to give everyone a little picture of who Ron Berkeley is, um, because his name is going to be coming into it. He set Diddy up. He has invested over a hundred million pounds into Puff Daddy. Oh. So we need to remember that. We also need to. I do you know what I half want to write to Jonathan Oddy in prison. Oh, seriously. Can I, 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 I need to, I need to bring something up to you. And I know this is probably not the perfect time, but I'm going to do it anyway. I want your opinion on this. Yeah. I had a dear friend of mine. She knows I'm researching this. And she said, you know, you guys should get together with uh, James O'Keefe and see if he may have anybody in the dancing bear. That is bloody genius. Right. So thank you, Elizabeth Kirchhoff. And I'm giving thank you a you, shout out, girl. You are the bomb diggity. We love the idea, but we understand how very dark and dangerous that could be. And, and very limited to put a camera because it's full on participatory yeah. in that place. If anything, uh, yeah, I mean, we, let's do that. Let's say, nope. has any dancing bear, you know, have you looked into this? Correct. But if... But if there so happens crazy. to be anybody out there in the Miami-Dade area that might hear this and perhaps you have a connection to the dancing bear and you understand what's going on and you would like to make things right, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us. And if you wanted to go and find out about Jonathan Oddie, um, I may actually put pen to paper and write because we've got all of his inmate details yes. just to just to say that, you know, he isn't forgotten. There are questions, you know, you're not forgotten. There are people you're out there forgotten. that do. And, and we, we kind of are recognizing you right now as an American hero, regardless of the the links you went to to get attention. We understand <laughs> I wouldn't recommend doing that again. God, God could forgive, you know, God. Yeah. God forgives. So. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. so we, this is what we've done today. We're giving you a, a better picture on Diddy. Uh, Mark Devlin is going to come back to us. Um, Pat will be back in the next few days. Um, we're, everyone's sort of like, 
gearing up to be back at work properly for next week, as I am as well. So we'll be back. Christine and I will be back. We are going to be very busy over the next 48 hours. And if there are any listeners out there who want to come and join us and have a look at that list when it's released, could be any time now. Yes. Uh, have a look at those lists. Pick a name. Pick a name on that list and go down a rabbit hole. Um, and it's going to take time. There's nearly 200 names on there. And at the moment, there's myself and Christine going to be digging. And I've just, I don't know if Paul's agreed, but I've just sort of like roped Paul Fitchin to um, to get gearing up. Um, I know Kat will probably be pottering around, but there's so much going on in Wales and so many cases that she's looking after. She knows the Epstein thing's always been my, uh, in my case to be. Right. Years. So um, we're going to bring you a show. We're going to do it properly. I'm not going to rush anything. I'm not interested in being the first one out. Obviously, we probably will. We will know a lot more than many because of the amount of years that I've been focusing on this. But it's not going to be rushed. It's going to be accurate. It doesn't matter if you're first. It's what it's what information you get. People rush things. They miss things. Hence why there is such a mess within the truth movement because people give you part truths. People don't go and research themselves. They'll see a big, they'll see a big storyline. I had it so many times in the past, you know, people see the big storylines and they don't do any investigative research. We cannot, and I wouldn't have been able to stay on air for this amount of years as an independent researcher and radio show host. I wouldn't have been able to do this if I was coming out with clickbait and nonsense. And I'm not going to name the person who dishes out the most, Charlie Ward, um, but um, we're, not <laughs> those, those, <laughs> we're not those media platforms. We work hard, we research, and we make sure we get it right. That's all I've got to say. If you want to support us, you can do so. LibertyTactics.co.uk. No, we still haven't got PayPal anymore. We are still cancelled on PayPal. We do have Buy Me A Coffee and we do have a link to a bank account. If anyone would like to support the research, because it is just us. We don't have fancy production teams. We don't even have a producer anymore because Rick is so busy. He's had to focus on the family. He's given so much. He's still there. He's still with us at Liberty Tactics. But at the moment... It's myself, Catherine, Jason, and thankfully we've got our Christine on board with us as well. And if you want to get in touch with any of us, you Christine at libertytactics.co.uk, Lou at libertytactics.co.uk, and obviously got Kat, K-A-T, at libertytactics.uk, or you can just fill in the form on the page contact form and we will get back to you any closing words darling just thank you all so much for listening and, and sincerely there is so much we don't know the truth of the matter is you just don't know what you just don't know and so you've got to continue to do your research i've been researching since 2016 I get it. You get to a point where it's like you see the big picture. You kind of know how it all, you know, you kind of know how they do it. And you're not as interested in these small details. I, I get it. However, this is the year for justice. Names matter. This, it's like right now time. 
And, and right now, everything is coming to the surface and it's beautiful. And this is the time we've been waiting for. So 2024 is going to be awesome. We would cherish any, any digging you guys do that you want to share. Just, just send it our way. If you've got something you think we should look into that we're missing, send it our way. We're happy to. Yeah, absolutely. If there is something we've missed or we've made any mistake some of the research we've been doing let us know because as i've just said we don't want to put you know point us in the right direction we do resource and we source every single thing that we say we go yes. down deep holes and we make connections to who people are connected like oh um, oh oh we always give tips as well titter tells yeah and that is the other connection that i haven't said out loud go on. okay my while I was researching, and, and I'll keep this super short, but while I was researching, I realized, you know, there's there's all these ties. And and I guarantee you there is a tie, direct tie. I guarantee you there will be a direct tie to him and the Obamas, because in the center of this spider web is Obama. Obama is so involved. In it just so much, it's just so much, but somewhere, and I'm sure through HRC, through whatever, but just, I'm looking for that direct tie there. But I was thinking, you know, okay, so we've got these elite people and they need jets to do what they want to do and they need this and they need that, but why do they need to create some mold, this just big mogul grocer? Why a grocer? You know, some guy with the grocery store. Why does that matter? Why is that? Why is that the story they're putting forth? Right. And all of a sudden, I got a cold chill all the way up my body. And God just said in my spirit, coolers. And I was like, oh my gosh, coolers. We know what they're doing in child trafficking. We understand all that. We know how deep and dark that goes. We know about organ harvesting. And we know those have to be on ice. So when you start talking about organ harvesting and these children, look towards Ron Burkle for a connection. And I just... mm, breaks my heart but that hit my spirit that is not anything i've seen online that is not anything at all and i cannot state it as fact i'm just saying in my spirit that connection was made and now i'm seeking it in earnest so if anybody has anything on that i would love it thank you i think that's it for me lou fantastic we Thank you. We did lose. I lost. I got cut off for a moment, and I hope the last bit has continued recording. It said it has. It, it said I, it was recording, so I just went on and told that story. Literally, I got a cold yeah, chill. I go yeah, I missed it. Well, I so, just said I got a cold okay. chill up my body. Yeah, we will come back as soon as we've done some digging on this list. Um, we're going to go as soon as it's out. We will share that list. Myself and Christine, I'll do an article ready to go up onto Liberty Tactics. 
and then we are going to pick a name each. One's going to work from the top of the list. One's going to work from the bottom. Paul, I'm going to just give tell him to start somewhere in the middle. And we just pick a name and we're going to go di deep diving. Yes. So join us for more updates. Again, if you like what we're doing, please consider supporting us. LibertyTactics.co.uk and you can find us, support us. God bless everybody. God bless you, Christine. And we're delighted that Christine's going to come back once a week on not just for our research, but we're going to do something a little bit faith-based um, because I'm very new. I'm a new Christian. Um, I've been saying that, but it's nearly three years now. Um, <laughs> but there's still questions I have, questions I want to know. When I'm challenged, I want to know what to say, you know. And I have never heard anybody break it down and make it so simple. So Christine is going to also be having either a maybe a fortnightly or maybe even a weekly if it works out. Who knows? Let's see how it goes. But she's definitely going to be having a monthly show on faith in these times because we do need to be looking to the Lord because it's going to get so wild this year. And I am in so and I know in my heart that come Christmas next year, the world's going to be such a different place. That is so true. Do you care if I pray us out of here? Please do. I'm going to apply our armor for us today, for the whole body. So good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, or afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Father, in the name of Jesus, I present my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable in your sight. I put on his salvation for my helmet his righteousness for my breastplate, his truth is the belt around my waist, and on my feet the readiness to spread the gospel of peace. And I take up the shield of faith to put out all the fiery arrows of the evil one, and I take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, to fight temptation like Jesus did. And according to your word, the glory of the Lord is my rear guard, and I am completely covered and protected this day by Jesus' precious blood. Amen. We just bless you all. We we ask that you go in God's love and spread it everywhere to everybody you see and know and just make the world a better place. Let's bring heaven to earth. Amen to that. That's Amen. what I can say. Everybody, thank you so much, Christine, as always. And watch this space for more Epstein updates and for Puff Daddy installment series number four. God bless everyone. God bless, Christine. God bless you, sister. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye.